Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to SCNS Live, where we are already off the rails with the set literally falling apart. I, of course, am Kat Bradley, and with me is, she doesn't look prepared, so we have, who are you? Uh, I'm that guy, Bryce Colbert. Heard of you. Yeah. Somewhere. Thanks for all the time you gave me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so. Tell us a bit about yourself. A lot of entertainment and a lot of things falling Things fall apart, but you know what? We just roll with it. Tonight we're talking about horror, we're talking about fan expo, we're talking about our childhoods. We probably will just not talk about the inability of some figures to stand up. And on the other side of me, I'm pretty sure I know this one. But go ahead. Oh, oh, thank you. I still get to do it. Hi, I'm Cass. Uh, I'm totally here and focused and paying attention. Hello. Excited to be here. Believe you. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that wasn't very convincing, was it? Yeah, not so much. Thanks for joining us in the chat on Facebook, on YouTube, etc. Over there tonight, we have trying to remember how to work the boards and produce the show. We have Jason. I'll have you know, I'm the consummate professional. I know everything I'm doing. Look at that lower third changed over to Jason, except for the one at the table. Don't mind that. I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> I didn't feel you like sure you want to be bragging right now. Hey. Core's not here, and we started on time. That's that there you go. True. That's true. So the That's fact that crazy. I was able to get everything done yes. when Core ain't here, y'all catch catch the blessings. All right, we miss you. Hurry, come back, please. I've forgotten how to do this stuff. It's his last hurrah as a producer, yeah. as it were. How many drinks did it take you to get it the show? You know, running on time. Four. One. The, two. I mean, uh, three. what, what dr- three drinks? Three. Like, I got some water. Yeah. Apple juice. Mm-hmm. Apple juice. Look, Hydration. Got, yeah. Electrolytes. It's got my name on it. Congratulations. It's so nobody else takes it in this house. Oh, okay. Nobody drink out of my cup. You I'm said in the, this house. You didn't say we can take it. That's true. I'm sorry if the hype bit was too loud and chaotic, but it was great. But never apologize for your art. <laughs> yeah, okay. Be Banksy. Yeah. Art is a giant stretch, but let's go ahead and kick it off with some nerd news. Jason, do you know how to roll that? Great. Cast start us off. Oh, oh, thank you. Good. Um, so... In uh, in casting news, and I will I will stipulate is that the right word? I think it is. I will stipulate that this is just a rumor at this point, uh, but that Lady Gaga is being eyed for the role of Ursula in the live action version of The Little Mermaid. Um, the Little Mermaid is still definitely in the works right now. We have a composer for it. We have a songwriter in Lin Manuel Miranda, whose shirt I'm wearing today. Uh, but we don't have a lot of things solidified so far. Um, I will say that this has been met with some backlash. Uh, Lady Gaga is, as I guess we all know, very petite woman. Um, she's very, very small. She weighs probably less than I do. Um, she's real skinny. 
Ursula is not. Uh, and that uh, there, there have been some concerns that I definitely understand about whether or not this will be a, an appropriate casting. Um, I will say that we did get, uh, I don't remember where it was. It was at the bowl in LA, I think. Rebel Wilson did a version of Poor Unfor Unfortunate Souls that Kat and I both love. Uh, amazing. I don't think Rebel is old enough to play Ursula. I don't think that we can do that. You like, don't think I'm so? I'm fine with her being cast in this. I think we need to fix representation on a much grander scale than whether or not this person has enough body fat on them to play this role. You know what I mean? I, I can I, understand that. I understand people being upset about representation in general for mm -hmm. different things, but already with comic book characters would kind of set some precedent in a healthy direction that this doesn't yeah. look exactly like the original in a good way and that's okay so i think we have to fix it all over and i don't think we should focus down on it but that's just my opinion do you think part of that is because she's a villain and that's not necessarily positive representation anyways I don't think so, because we have Moira in Overwatch. We do She's have Moira. She's an Irish oh. villain, and I love her. She's wonderful. For me personally, it's more about um, it being a prioritization thing. Okay, in yeah. In some ways that like people of color have more to complain about, and then in this case, I feel like it's a, it's a thought and it's a concern, but seeing as how you can transition amount of body fat over yeah. the years and yeah. so forth that this one is not top of mind for me i could be wrong i i'm gonna ask a question and i feel like we all know the answer to this do we feel like she can pull off poor unfortunate unfortunate souls the vocals the vocals we do we think lady gaga can probably pull that off i watched I think... her catch a football while jumping off something giant so yeah <laughs> Go ahead. wasn't she an american horror story she was yeah. okay uh you know she's got some some acting uh, ability, right? I mean, I haven't seen she A does. Star Is Born yet, and I want to see that. Me too. Um, and I like the way she sings, personally. Yeah. I, I think she's very entertaining. And I love her over-the-top costumes, so um, I wouldn't I mind like seeing her in this. I, What was that? Designed by Glenn Hedrick, frequently of Face Off, one of my favorite reality shows. I'm, I, I'm, o I'm okay with her doing it, uh, unless you guys would rather have Taylor Swift. Uh... Oh. I'm not a Taylor Swift hater. I'll say that. I like her. I think she's made some terrible mistakes. I do not want to see her as Ursula, and it's nothing personal. I, I just I don't want don't. to see her as Ariel either. I'd... I don't care. I don't. As Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> How about RuPaul? Sure. As Ursula or Ariel? Ursula. Oh, okay. 100% down. Yeah. I actually... Think... I think she yeah, could pull actually, it off. Yeah. yeah. I think that would actually I've never work. thought about that. That's a fantastic Just throwing idea. That out there. Submit it to someone. We assume all the casting shows oh, are yeah. waiting to hear our opinions. So right. Sure. Ursula was based on a drag queen, wasn't she? No. I think originally, I thought originally she was. Maybe yeah. not. I could just be crazy. I do have one uh, interjection on that. Uh, Go for uh, it. I, I like to quote one of my uh, favorite uh, country western artists, uh, Unknown Henson, when he said, uh, Get on, little skinny wave model girl. Put some meat on them damn bones. There. So. I mean, like, really, I'm not unsympathetic to people who, yeah. um, who want to see a big. I get that. Yeah. I don't personally think it's that, that it's a big issue. 
Fair enough. And yes, Cass is not crazy. She was based on a drag queen. Uh, her name was Divine. There's a puppy in this. There's a puppy! Hi! Damn it. <laughs> Producer Jason. Why do I own a dog? So mad. Why? But it's such a cute dog. He's such a good boy. He didn't bring a news story, though. He no. didn't. So I guess we need another one, don't we? Contributes yeah. cuteness, though. That's A lot important. of shaggy cuteness. We could use a little extra. Much like here. myself. <laughs> okay, yeah. Bryce, what yes, you, you got? Do. We all do. Yes. Except for me, I just got a haircut. Um, so, Neil Marshall is directing the new Hellboy reboot, and I can't wait to see what uh, David Harbour and... Daniel Day Kim and Milo Jovovich come up with on this new film and uh, Neil Marshall is planning to do at its core a monster movie. It's a horror movie, not a superhero movie in his words. Uh, so it's going to be, according to David Harbour, he compares it to uh, classic monster movies of old. There are going to be CGI elements, but there's also a lot of practical stuff. And if you look at the poster, for the Hellboy movie that shows the entire cast, which looks really, really great, as a matter of fact, in my opinion, you'll see the entire cast on there. And he says that um, in the first poster that revealed just David as Hellboy, every element in that poster was practical effect, except for the sword, the flaming sword. That was the only thing that was CGI added. So uh, I'm excited that, you know, it's going to have a lot of great actors and... Um, it's gonna have David Harbour. I, I really David like David. Yeah. He's 43 years old. I'm hoping he can stay with the role for a long time. Uh, you know, maybe through a trilogy if we just can get Harrison that. Ford it out and just yeah. Keep doing it. yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. And um, and uh, I don't know if we're gonna get Abe Sapien or Liz. I've read that they may or may not be a part of it. When David was asked if they're gonna be a part of the film, he smiled slyly at New York Comic Con and said. I can't tell you. So we'll see. I'm excited. All right. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. I love the Hellboy series. Uh, Ron Perlman oh, was just great. I've never seen any of them. <gasps> okay. Well, I'm excited to get another one. So. I've never Me heard too. somebody say Ron Perlman was just great. <laughs> he was great as Hellboy. He was great as the Beast in the TV show. Yeah. I think. What? <laughs> Nothing. I've, I've never said that He's, either. Yeah. I, like I said, um, the Hellboy series, I've always loved the comic. Uh, also, there's another thing to add to that. Somebody uh, who was crew for um, the Hellboy movie actually tweeted out, they were like, uh, David, I showed you my new BPRD tattoo on set. How about you in full makeup um, uh, be the officiant at my wedding? David Harbour instantly went out, if this gets 666,000 retweets, I'll do it. It was up to like... 300,000. And then you put a caveat in there. If Mike McNola, the original creator of Hellboy, actually, I think if he wrote something, like a, a speech for him to say, he would drop the number of tweets down. And Mike McNola was like, I'll do it. So, yeah. Hellboy in full makeup officiating a wedding. This needs to happen. It go, sure does. Go to David Harbour's Twitter and retweet that tweet. Everybody. Wow. Okay. If you can hear the sound of my voice, go retweet that tweet. Anyway. I would love to be at that wedding reception. Or wedding party. Absolutely. <laughs> right? So it's awesome. Wow. I mean, maybe. Like, if I'm not busy that weekend. No, that would be awesome <laughs> to see that. Yeah, I okay. I want to. Um, 
In other news, Fox News is our source for this story. Always a good sign. Yeah, Fox News published a story that railed on Jamie Lee Curtis and said that she was starring in the new Halloween movie, even though she didn't, she supports gun control, that she would be wielding a gun in the movie. And that's clearly a news story for some reason, because of something, because actors and characters are totally synonymous. Anyway, this started trending on Twitter virtually instantly, and the replies to it are fantastic. You might have seen one for me. What that's... was yours? I didn't oh, I put see... a couple in there. Um, I was like, well, the first one, I, I tweeted a gif of Mars Attacks. And I was like, when are y'all going to tell us about the real threat that's coming to this planet? <laughs> also, okay. I put one of Godzilla roaring, like, when are you going to talk about giant lizards? Mm, yeah. And Do just, you support giant I, lizards? I kept, I kept at it because, I mean, <laughs> acting, you know? Yeah, obviously characters and actors are, are the same. And writers and their characters are the same. And obviously everything that you support will make it into your movie. I'm sorry, this is the funniest thing I've My heard in a while. My personal thing was the gif I put in of Thanos putting the last Infinity Stone in. Like, when were you going to tell us this happened? <laughs> what about all these people that are missing? <laughs> I was trying to find some of the replies because the replies were very much in tone of like, well, you know what else happened? Even though apparently James Earl Jones is against, you know, mass genocide. He played Darth Vader. We needed reporting on that. Even though... planets blowing up. <laughs> Who, who played Voldemort? Uh, Ralph Fiennes. Didn't yeah. want to show up and kill a bunch kill of fictional wizards. A bunch of wizards. He played Voldemort and just <laughs> went through villains and was like, they weren't this person. Exactly. But they apparently played Josh Brolin apparently doesn't want to murder that half of the population. He was like, doesn't think the solution oh. to, you know, overpopulation is to get rid of 50% of all the resources. Of course, but of course and that's the solution. Yeah, that yeah. was, they, they got horribly panned for that. They, I, I love the comments, personally. I, 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 the comments were my favorite part. They're better than the original story. Uh, today, she started, she actually responded to them and was like, yeah, uh, first of all, this is a character. You guys seem a little confused. I'm mm. obviously paraphrasing here, but you guys seem a little confused, but I play a character. They hire me, and then I play things in movies, including slasher films. <laughs> She's like, she insisted apparently on her character not using any automatic weapons as part of the solution. Um, and she's like, and also, you can use guns and be in favor of common sense gun laws. Yep. And she's like, you have to register a car, you have to get a license for a car, you have to retest to show that you're still capable of handling it. And I'm in support of all those things, and there's nothing paradoxical about that. That's my surprise you. She's not actually killing a knife-wielding maniac either, you know? Oh, well, who's going to? I mean, if there really was a Michael Myers, then, you know, okay, fine, go ahead and get that assault weapon. Go right ahead. Just get, kill that mother, you know? Well, I, I just want to say for the record, I'm in league with a woman with the last name of Connor, and I am helping hunt down, hunt down Terminators. So, oh. and she does know how to hunt them down. If you if you've seen what a badass she is, yeah, she can wield a weapon. Have, yeah, yeah. I think I heard about that this one. Is yeah. Sandra Day O'Connor. <clears throat> that would be awesome. Sandra Day O'Connor. <laughs> no, it's Roseanne's daughter. <laughs> sounds like a parody. We're not in It really that. does. The Terminator goes back to Sandra Day. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
I would Sandra be Connor. <laughs> curious I would enough that. to watch. Like what? Women's like, rights sure. must be upheld. It sounds, like, <laughs> it sounds like a Rick and Morty subplot. I'm not gonna lie. It really mm. does. But one I'm I would absolutely for. watch that. Yeah. So are we gonna get the right to vote? No, we're going to destroy the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to oh, see no. this. Make it happen. <laughs> Sandra Day O'Connor. Sandra Day O'Connor. <laughs> I don't. Right, you're the Terminator. Oh, no. I can't I'll wait. Sunglasses. Yes. I can't wait. Do it. We I'll wear the leather. Parody. Whoa. This show just took a turn. Let's Whoop. talk about that. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm All right, excited. Let's talk about it. I'm excited about the new Halloween movie though. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. It looks so good. I love Jamie Lee Curtis as an actor in most of the things I've seen her in. Everything from, like, the remake of Freaky Friday to... She was amazing. Um, to her more classic roles. Like, um, well, Halloween. Halloween. You may be How shocked about... she didn't actually switch bodies with Lindsay Lohan either. I know, right? She didn't? They acted. They lied to us? No. They were acting. They were acting. Oh, I thought you meant I feel bodies. like I should know that. I was like, she does look good for her age. She does look good for her Check age. Check her out in A Fish Called Wanda. That's a great comedy. Is it? Yes, is it, it is. I've heard that. Is that the one I've with Hugh Jackman? That is not the one with Hugh Jackman. Oh, no, that's Swordfish. That's the one with right? Kevin Klein. Swordfish? What? It's a fish. I prefer in Trading Places. That's a great movie, too. But A Fish Called Wanda has got two members of the Monty Python troupe, and it's... Which two? Which two members? I don't have time to look them up on IMDb, but I trust me that there are two of them. Okay. Yes. I trust you. Yes. Is it John Cleese? That's one of them, yeah. Okay. This is a great conversation. (laughs) It really is. I'm glad we have people who are watching this happen live. And (laughs) I planned it. It's obviously scripted to just do that for a while. To just, for me to guess, members of Monty Python. I think we're going to cut off the last... 10 minutes of the script though and move on to something else we have a script no absolutely don't show him i didn't bring one fan days is coming up anyway so here's fan days oh. so here's right. fan days oh no jason <gasps> i guess jason has something to say i want to you no you didn't we're going to jason for whatever he's talking about <laughs> probably some garbage uh no it's 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 producer my, life is it's hard. my ongoing just thing that i'm pissed off about and james gunn Ooh. And now he could possibly be going over to DC to script and possibly direct the next Suicide Squad movie. Instantly, I am now interested in Suicide Squad. Yeah. As so, am I. So, um, Disney, you done messed up, A.A. Ron. I can't say it. A.A. Ron. I can't drop the F bomb. Anyway, so uh, along with this, um, the former uh, director, what was it, David Ayers, who uh, directed Suicide Squad, actually tweeted out think James Gunn is the right guy for the job. Really? And on top of that, uh, Batista has expressed interest in playing a character <laughs> in the DC universe. Please make him Bane. Oh actually, God. no. No, I think that'd be... Actually, no. Bane's a very deep character. I actually wouldn't mind him playing Bane. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. They have pretty much lost um, James Gunn. And if he does direct Suicide Squad to... I'm in, all in. I would go and support this movie because I still think the man's brilliant, and I think he got a raw deal, deal from Disney. So, yeah, this, y'all messed up. 
Wouldn't this be more of a messed up Disney? More than a directing a movie, isn't this more of like a firefighting project, though? Well, they haven't confirmed like have anything. To put out the garbage fire that was Suicide Squad <laughs> to rebuild it. Uh, they pretty much only confirmed though that he storyboarded for it, but it's it's gonna happen. I mean, I think everybody sees. Warner the... Brothers would be a fool to pass this up because it would it'd be a, it'd be a real feather in the cap. Like, yeah, oh, have they ever? We'll, we'll take it. Have they ever made bad decisions in the crew <laughs> department before? Ever? Uh, oh, wait That's a another long conversation. Actually, That's though, I do want to, like, in addition to that, say that David I- Ayer has directed some really solid movies. Yes, yes. So I don't think this is just a director issue. But I am still excited to see what he will, the kind of, you know, permissions and what they would allow him to do. So yeah. I think a new director could potentially save it, even though I don't think it was David Ayer's fault, per se. Well, I yeah, think it was the script. I think it was the script and the producer. Oh, exactly. and, 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 I want, and I want Dave Bautista as Hawkman. That's my vote. Really? Mm. Yes, I do. Interesting choice. So that we would be... He's a very bulky... So we would care very about bulky, Hawkman. muscular guy, <laughs> and I would be all into that. I... Um, he would. Uh, I don't like Hawkman. I mean, what? He has all the powers of a hawk and a man. Ooh. I never have. He's an aggressive. Lord. I hate Hawkman. He's seriously. an alien. He's a. He's. A, yeah, he is. And a god. Look at me. I and a god. Me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That depends on who's writing. Yeah, but yeah. No, he's but, either he's either a cop from Thanagar or whatever else they've made. I mean, Sandman wasn't anything either eh. before Neil Gaiman got a hold of it. Hey, look so. how well they did on uh, Legends of Tomorrow. They were boring, I'll let you so tomorrow. And they got he was them. boring. No, he was upsetting. Mm. He was, so, yeah, no. She was not bad, though. I, I like Talk Girl. I, I could think of a ton of other characters. I don't think that they were well written. Mm. On Legends? No. That's um, fair. From the chat, Connor Quigley. Hi. Hi. I hope it's cool that I said your name. Well, it's in the chat. Yeah. Never mind. Connor. Hi, Connor. What's he up? said the new one is a reboot, not a sequel. Hey, that's a good route to go. The new Suicide Squad. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's a like reboot? Yeah. Oh, why not? Interesting. All right. Just Which take... sets an interesting So no Will new, Smith? Interesting new precedent of them know. recognizing their folly and yeah. backtracking. I actually would take Will Smith as Deadshot again. I liked him. I would take I thought... most of the people except for one in particular. It's the Joker. No, I'm it's sorry. the Joker. Oh, well, I'm sorry, but... Um... Katana, Katana not being able to wield her own sword to save the day when her sword was taken away by Margot Robbie. I'm sorry. Harley? What? She? Oh, yeah, no. I would take the casting. Okay, I'm talking about the first film. Yeah, no, no, no. I would take, if you took the casting of the old film, took out the Joker, put that cast into a new movie with James Gunn, I would be good. No Joker's good. No, uh, not the villain. If they're oh yeah, the villain. No, a never mind. Good actor, just not the right person. No. With little fair enough. Evil dance. What was the her little evil it? wiggle? Enchantress. In, in, I'm like imprint something. No. Empress of I didn't like darkness that. and either way. James Gunn has got a, a, a nice canvas to work with. So yeah. Yeah. Make it happen. Absolutely. A blank canvas would be nice. Give him a blank canvas, not overcrowded with too much production. Fine. Mm, that would be lovely. So, did we talk about your thing? Are we done? I'm done. I'm done. Are we done, Jason? What? 
I decided it's James since Gunwatch. I cut you off. Every week I'm just going to have James Gunwatch. <laughs> since I cut you off and didn't like showcase yours, do you have an additional story, several more you want to do? James Gunn had a ham sandwich today with uh, barbecue cheese. Did he like it? So fan <laughs> days. <laughs> Was it good? I'm not done with this. We have extra room in the script now. That is since actually we some... stopped talking about yeah. Monty Python. <laughs> that is actually some news that we got today. We are uh, invited to attend Fan Days as press. Whoop, whoop. And, uh, what I... if you've previously been kicked out and they told you not to come back? I'm I... just kidding. That didn't happen to me. I, I, I was I, like, I did I forget something really intense? My junk rat was friend. a little too true to life. So, <laughs> Fan Days. I blew up something. They didn't like it. It was bad. In October... Probably. October 19th through the 21st. Uh, it's a great show. Uh, we've been going for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kat and I, I don't know about the rest of you losers. Yeah. Um, love it every time. They have some great guests coming up that I'm really I'm excited about. Right now. Um, well, will he show up, but Matt Smith. I hope. Like I it's, pretty, it's pretty close to the event. I know the Doctor Who cast is infamous for having scheduling conflicts. Yeah. yeah. And that's the nicest way I can say that about anything. But they're yeah. infamous for having those conflicts. But usually they try and let the convention know as soon as they possibly can that they won't be able to attend. Yeah. And it's pretty, it's cutting, it's pretty close. Oh, on the screen I have one of my favorite and probably OG Power Rangers, Jason David Frank's going to be there. Carl Urban. I'm surprised they actually got Carl Urban. I, oh, it's I, not the first time, though. I know. He's been here a couple times. Yeah. Judge Dredd. Yeah. Judge Dredd. That's not who I think of when I... Okay. Yeah. Yes. Also Bones. Don't judge me. I was thinking of Bones, but yeah. Bones uh, and, um, obviously, uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. They uh, great one care. My, one of my favorite wrestlers, Brett the Hitman Hart's going to be there. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know who you, he is, but he's Yo, hot. You mentioned a guy, you know, uh, Mono Bennett. Coming back. Manu Bennett, yes. I love him um, as Deathstroke from Arrow, but also as, what is his name? I cannot remember his name. The druid from... The druid guy. Super, really just (laughs) a little bit daddy, like... He's, he's nice. He's nice looking. In the Shannara Chronicles. He's a little daddy. That's kind of a genetic yeah. like, condition that you have or you <laughs> don't have. Uh, also, Ray Park. Darth uh, Who you may recognize as Darth Maul or it's... Toad. <laughs> Uh, or from Heroes. He played a role in Heroes. A lot of things had a lot of issues in the the Star Wars prequels, but I felt like Ray Park was on point. So good. Oh yeah, he was one of the better parts, uh, better parts of it, for sure. Yeah, No doubt about it. The lightsaber. I won't ever forget that reveal. Yes. When mm-hmm. they locked it up, they kept one. it a secret, they did really well, and then just like my side. It hits that like, switch and it comes out the other side. You're the like, lightsaber, what? And like, what's gonna happen? That's so cool! And then the ensuing fight was awesome. Amazing. And I never got over the the orchestral with the voices in the background yeah, yeah. that was the first time i'd had that i'd heard that used that way that in a movie so beautiful i'm actually redoing my cinematic reel this week and i chose a song that has those vocal qualities behind it because it's amazing um also everyone's favorite trickster john delancey uh, you I will recognize him as Q from the Next Generation, uh, who's his my favorite, one of my favorite Star Trek characters of all time. Was Q? He's amazing, he's and he's so going to be funny. reunited with Q too, Corbin Burnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Q is one of my favorites. Yeah, just the like love mm-hmm. Q, and of course is responsible for the infamous 
data laughing, data laughing moment in Next Generation. Uh, they have Jalil White as well as this. Yeah, there's people the in the chat talking mm-hmm. about it. Like, oh, oh my gosh. And he's on a little show called Family Matters who, you know, killed one of the daughters in the first season. <laughs> Sorry. <gasps> yes. Yes. The Family Matters know. daughter that just never showed up again. That's right. They didn't write her out. They didn't explain. Where, well, they, they just, they, she was just there one season and she was gone. Judy. That was Judy. That happened in the West Wing as well where I, she's just gone. I they used to I, do it a lot more than they do. Yeah. There are some cosplay guests as well, just because they are friends of Oh, ours. yeah, D. Rich. Uh, is D. Rich. In. I do have a picture. Uh, Kenzie Cosplay. Uh, mm-hmm. Good friend of mine. MC Cubed. Yep. Marla's a good buddy of mine. Of course, D. Rich. Uh, some um, artist guests, our friends over at Show Enough Studios, are going to have a booth there. Hey. Doing a lot of big things, bringing up those uh, comic books. And if you liked Venom, Sam Delarose is going to be there. Nice. Signing some books. Uh, man's still vastly talented. Here's a D's picture. I actually put them out of order. I'm sorry. The one I'm most excited about, though, the Dragon Ball Z Tour is coming through, and they will be at Fan Days, and they have exclusive toys. What do they do? On the, they just... It's, they... I, it's a couple of vendors that have uh, exclusive items. There's going to be three exclusive uh, SH Figure Arts figures. Um, some voice actors, of course, are going to be there. Probably be, People from that cast, greater, so probably guarantee that. But I'm excited for it. I actually am curious, like, what's all going to be offered with the Dragon Ball Z Tour, so that's my jam. Also, they haven't announced any vendors yet. I'm hoping that my favorite vendor, Toy Dojo, is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that list is still yet to come. But when he says favorite vendor, like he's not kidding. No, they all show up <laughs> mm-hmm. to the con. Usually, we go get like passes together, and then Jason's like, "I need to find Toy Dojo." <laughs> Wait, so we can do press stuff. When, no, I need to find Toy Dojo. <laughs> when my dealer, I mean, ah, the people I buy toys from, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And message then, me and say like, "Hey Jay, uh, were you looking to get this? Oh yeah, go ahead." <laughs> They're at a awesome. then you, huh? you end up hauling like eight boxes around no, for the next like five hours. Them. Okay, I did. Anyway, we'll have to go. It's down. true. Jason likes to get his stuff early and then carry it around. We try and help out, but often we also have equipment there, yeah. like camera equipment, yeah. and sometimes we're in cosplay, and it's really hard. Is it a shame about what it downsizes our gear so carrying around my stuff is better? So. Yeah. And, uh, we also have, oh. Well, it's going to be out at the Urban Convention Center as well. Probably could mention that, you know. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, you need that, a red wagon. That area's changed, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it has. the fields are gone. Like, I drove by there the other day. The fields that you park in, there's like the Alamo Draft House so over there now, and an apartment complex. And put up a parking lot? Is that what they did? Yes. I do remember I'm a fan. I was the first parking. Like, anyway. I don't know what to the say. The first uh, several times that I went to this convention, yeah, you parked in like a field like half a mile away and then had to walk all the way across. Um, they do have, they're going to have a Harry Potter escape room, which I thought was super cool at this event. I think it's cool. Escape rooms are cool. Escape rooms are not cool. Very cool. I've done one once and it was great. Um, you know, they have an escape room on the new Joker set with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, but the, is it but called the extras, a dressing room? Uh, no, no. Uh, I read that I read that the extras were not allowed to leave a an area that they were confined in. Oh. And uh, despite the banging on the doors and the kicking and the yelling and the screaming, um, they wouldn't let them out. So uh, they it's urinated, like they urinated uh, through whatever they could urinate through because they... We're being confined, and now, uh, what? Bloody hell. yeah, that's what's going on on the on the new Joker movie, yeah, with Is Joaquin that Phoenix. That's true. Yes. What? That's true. I thought that 
Here Here's some more super nerd up. news oh, for God. you. Super cool nerd news. I, mean, I wouldn't say that. We probably don't want to throw super cool into that story. No, oh, I was cool thinking news. Unconfirmed Well, SCNS Live News uh, okay. is what I was saying. Uh, okay. Yes. I, was I like, didn't say oh. that it was super cool, the treatment they, the extras were getting. But, uh, yeah. but So now they've, uh, now they've been uh, visited on the set by people who look out for the extras and their rights. Yeah. I was about Whoa. to say, that calls for, at the very least, a union visit. That's so freaking bizarre. Yeah. Yes, it is. I, and a costume contest at fan days. I, oh yeah, they got that too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm thrown off by. The, I I I can't. I don't even I know mean, what to say. Like as humorless a segue as it is, <laughs> like we're talking about horror tonight. We're talking about fictional Speaking of horror, horror yeah. tonight, yeah. right? Like, if not actual. Let's right. like, let's lean away from that into the much brighter topic of slaughtering humans. <laughs> It's, like you do in horror movies. <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like murder. Yay. Everywhere. So we're gonna bring look. this up a little bit. I wanted to talk a little bit about what is the first movie that profoundly impacted you? Like the first scary movie you saw that scared you when you were growing up. Okay. For me, uh it would have been Probably the Phantom of the Opera, as a as a small kid, uh, it was it would have been the, the black and white one. I don't know what year it came out, but it I remember a musical, it? it was not the a musical. One? Sorry, no, not a musical. Not in the not in the sense that you know the contemporary musicals that you that, that you've seen and know and love. Yeah, no. Now the, these this one was strictly uh, strictly horror, but it was um, yeah, it freaked me out as a kid. Uh, and then, and then later on, if you want to talk about color, a more modern film that freaked me out, it would have been Alien. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, for those, for those that have uh, enjoyed Alien, and uh, and I, I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a quick thing to tell about my son. I tried to uh, get him to watch it with me when he was 16 in a darkened room, and he lasted. All of about 65 seconds, the film didn't even end its credit sequence, and he couldn't take it because it is so creepy, you know, in the beginning, you know, some people can't even get past the first, you know, credit sequence. <laughs> it cracked me up. Um, but yeah, I love, I love Alien, and, and I haven't seen Phantom of the Opera since I was a kid, so I don't know what effect that would have on me now, but it was scary at that time. What about you, Jason? Oh, um, well, I, I probably want to touch on Bryce as well. One of the first movies that, well, that scared me as a kid, I think, was um, the first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Because uh, just that opening scene of Freddy Krueger, oh, sorry, I didn't have my mic on. Uh, just that opening scene of Freddy Krueger when his arms were kind of stretching out and scraping the walls. I think that was the, and I watched this on like broadcast television alone in my room at night. How old were you? Oh, I forget. Ish. When, uh, pretty single digits. So uh, that was terrifying to me. But honestly, one of the things that um, scared me more as a kid was aliens. Because aliens seemed like a more feasible thing. So really it was War of the Worlds. The first War of the Worlds. It was just the, the ships going. It's cheesy when you look at it now. 
but the beams hitting people and they're just vaporizing. That was terrifying to me as a kid. And I think it carried over because when Alien first came out and the first Aliens, I, I don't like how they swarm. They're like bugs that can kill you that are giant and they have acid spit. You can't even punch one, you know, because if you punch it and break it, it'll get acid on your hand. I hated those things because they just seem so unkillable. Like, I'm okay with something that reasonably I feel as though with the correct amount of weaponry, like Jamie Lee Curtis, I could murder. So, yeah. This is, I'm like all about her like killing Michael Myers in this movie and she's been prepping all these years. I'm okay with that. When the odds are not in my favor, nah, I feel a little bit scared. So yeah, definitely like the Freddy Krueger thing, being attacking you in your dreams and having no, no control. That's the things that scared me the most. All right. I can't identify with that <coughs> at all. What would no, scare you about your dreams? Cass, what about you? Uh, are we not counting Muppet Christmas Carol? Are we That's, counting that as a horror movie? We told you not to say that. I told her to say it. Okay, so I'm gonna preface this. I'm gonna preface this with uh, I I was very sheltered growing up. We were not allowed to watch horror movies, so I didn't see a lot of scary movies as I was a kid. But when I was like three, maybe. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, when I was like three, uh, we watched Muppet Christmas Carol. We still watch Muppet Christmas Carol every year, Christmas Eve. Um, it's a tradition that we have, and I was supposed to go to bed because it was past my bedtime when I was like three. So I got up, and I snuck into the living room, and I saw the moment where, spoilers, um, <laughs> Scrooge, Scrooge is coming up through the snow. It's a darkened alley. He's a little bit nervous kind of, and then his door knocker turns into a face. This is still scary to me. I still have issues. It goes, it goes and then it yells it. It screams at him. I still have issues with facial distortion um, of any kind, the whole, anything like without a mouth, without eyes, faces that are messed up in any way. Twilight Zone early effects. Like, yeah, that girl without the mouth, that kind of stuff. Girl yeah. without the mouth, or like mouth sewn shut. Anything to do with your face, I don't like. Um, <laughs> anything to do with your face, she doesn't anything, like. You heard it here anything, first. anything that messes Thanks. with your face, I'm just not a fan of in general. Especially like you know the horror thing where you have the black eyes and everything kind of distorts. No, thank you. That's why we've been working Too on a horror short That's... that showcases exactly that. On my own personal face, which is great. Fun my personal face, this one. Fun my for face. me to edit. Yeah. Um, but if we're not counting Muppet Christmas Carol as a horror movie, <laughs> which we're probably not, gotta go to The Sixth Sense. It came out when I was, I think, six or seven. I saw it maybe when I was ten. And uh, Misha Barton, man, this is just... The, the little girl. The little girl. With the the little girl that pushes the box from under the bed. Or the little... It's just, like, vomiting all over herself. And it's that she's right behind him. And she looks... She's scary, but she also looks, like, trapped. And the idea that I could see things that other people couldn't. And that it was in my mind and that I was going crazy. Um, scared me to death still uncomfortable with that concept of me going crazy so i think there are two and this has spoilers about the sixth sense yeah but there are two types there's two kind of a binary approach to how you feel about that movie were you scared of being bruce willis <laughs> or were yeah. you scared of being 
Haley Joel Osment. We're and just I was, scared of seeing the dead people that other people couldn't see. That's me. That's me too, actually. Not or scared of being scared a dead of person. Finding out you were already dead. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that was a very creepy, creepy movie. The one M Night Shyamalan got right. It's classified as a thriller, mm. technically, but it should be. I mean, we're not into those kinds of labels. It's a horror movie. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Straight up. And it sure. had a brilliant twist. Mm-hmm. And so people, I think, forget how scary it was in the interim. Yeah. But uh, I think mine, like, well, I was very, like, triggered by audio when I was a kid. So there were a lot of things that scared me that I couldn't explain to my parents. I didn't know how to explain to my parents that it was the sounds, not the visuals that would set me off. Mm. How old would you have been around the time that you, that you can remember being scared by things that you now know were audio? I, little. Uh, I don't know. The movie came out before I was born, but Robin Hood, the cartoon one, has a, like, we have to get a blah, 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 or Friar Tuck dies at dawn, and then they had the creepiest, like, bell ring in the background. It's like a death knell. Yeah, and it scared, just the bell tolling, like, scared me. But my mom thought, because I couldn't tell her, didn't know how to explain or even diagnose it, that I was scared of the Sheriff of Nottingham and the kids Robin Hood growing up. She was like, I don't, the Sheriff, I guess, he's the bad guy. And uh, when I was like 10, though, I went to a slumber party and I heard the story of it. I'm younger than 10. Like the clown? The, yeah, this, I heard, I've been younger than 10. Anyway, no, uh, I heard the story of it, Tim Curry's. Yeah. It and it scared the crap out of me. Didn't actually see the movie till recently. I was about to say within the past like two years. Two yeah. years. The movie did not scare me. No. I was already scared of clowns. My best friend growing up had a marionette clown that was an antique in her bedroom. And it scared the crap out of me. Wow. Why? Why do you have this marionette thing? I, she had it. It was like a family heirloom. Are there any, like, inanimate objects or something, or, like, monsters? I don't like particularly clowns. Okay. I don't like clowns. puppets. Okay. Rice? I had... Or That's like, a great question. Or, like, something from, like... I don't know. Like, my... like something specific. Yeah. I, I actually... I did. Uh, I had a ventriloquist dummy that was given to me by my parents as a child. And um, I had to... And his name was Lester. And he was an African-American ventriloquist dummy. And uh, I actually liked him at first. And there was a record, a flimsy record. It was a 45 that you put on, on your record player and you could, you, you could learn how to you know, use the ventriloquist dummy. But oh. I had to eventually stop looking or stop using that dummy. I didn't use it very much because you know, I was too much into reading and other toys Magic and stuff. And- well, I saw the movie Magic. There was a movie called Magic. Was it? Yeah, that was about uh, a ventriloquist dummy that came alive. And that was the end of looking at Lester. Lester had to go in a sack in the closet. <laughs> and Lester stayed there in the dark for a very long time. Were you and, scared uh, that he would be mad? No, 
No. That you were a more mature child than I was. No, but when I saw Chucky, I was oh. like, I was oh, like, uh oh. Okay. Uh oh. I wonder what Lester's up to. <laughs> 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 I'm a little concerned right now. Um, but uh, another thing uh, you, you mentioned, I wanted to, uh, Jason. I, I sent I sent you a, a picture as well on on the chat. I don't know if you can pull it up and 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 use it or not, but. Uh, I had this record as a kid that triggered a lot of my fears, and it was a uh, it was a song. I'm sorry, not a song, but it was a record called Monster Mash: Sounds of Terror, and it was called "Listen to This Horror If You Dare." And I, I just added it. Okay, yeah, thanks. Uh, so there were a lot of little stories in this, and one of them was the maniacal headless horseman, and. Uh, the other one was called um, To Be Buried Alive. And I remember listening to To Be Buried Alive, and um, that that sent me into a whole new level of fear yeah. uh, as, a, as a child. The, the people who made these sound effects records and these little uh, monster stories, in, including um, uh, Screams of the... Enjoy. I'm sorry, Screams of the Torture Chamber... There was some. You listened to this when you were stuff. a kid. Yes. Yes. Oh, Why? Yeah. I was, I was under. I was under ten years old. Why yeah. did it exist? Like I'm. Confused. Because it was. Because it was fun and it was weird. Dumb kids like him were gonna buy it. And Seriously. Play it well, I'm sure I talked my parents into buying it, but yeah, yeah, it it scared me. I mean, you know, um, there was yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, actually. Um, it's it's if I don't know if you've seen it, if you put it up on the chat, but I, I love the artwork too. That it, yeah, amazing. it is cool. Yeah. Everyone's seen it. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, mine's going to seem silly. No. So okay. is mine, so go for it. Um, have y'all ever heard of a, it's a Japanese thing. It's a, the Kuchisaka one. It's, it's kind of like medical trauma, but it's the, I guess I'll put the camera on it. Um, if you put up the... It, the Kuchisaki Ono is a lady that she was always, her face was covered and she would ask you a question mm -hmm. that like, pretty... And, you know, if you didn't answer whatever, she'd pull, she pulled out, they, they, like they did reference. a movie called Carved about it, but yeah. she would pull down her mask and you would see that her cheeks were cut ear to ear and her mouth was full of razor sharp teeth. And she'll say, how about now? And then she would cut you in half. Was how the legend if, Yeah. If you said yes, she would make you pretty like her. Or, yeah, or something. And if or you that. said no, then she would And I remember you. just as a kid reading this and become, becoming suddenly aware of dark haired women who I couldn't quite see their faces. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, wow, that was really scary. I read it as a kid. And then I go out into public in uh, when I lived in Japan for a little while, and it was just like, whoa. And it was like, until you saw somebody's mouth, I, I kind of had a little kind of like heart palpitation a little bit, like, wait a minute. Is that? Or I swear, I was on a street, and there was a lady walking towards me, and I couldn't, and her head was down. And her head was just down. She was just walking with her head down. But for a minute, I was just like, Maybe I'll cross the street. <laughs> you know? So I'm, I'm a teenager or whatever at the time. But like I said, I could not see her face. And I became just suddenly aware that I realized I am terrified of this freaking legend. I was just thinking about now. that with Eastern cultures and their tendencies towards like modesty and what that means. You're a lot more likely to see women with faces covered or heads down. Yeah, I don't like that. But so, they also, yeah. uh, a lot of... Uh, Easter, I think especially in Japan, they uh, when you're sick, you wear a mask, a medical mask, 
to not get your germs out yeah. instead of the other way around. And it wasn't Samara, um, Connor. Mm, no, it's, it's now just, it's just look up uh, look up uh, yeah. it's K U C H I S A K E and Ola. Look it up with friends. Did, did you, you ever Did you ever watch Constantine? The TV show? Yeah. She yeah. That legend makes don't an like, appearance. Don't like that. Yeah. Do not like that. Um, what about you? Mine's going to be silly. I had a lunchbox. It had some cartoon character on it with their mouth wide open. But it looked like an elongated jaw when I was going to sleep. So the medical thing where it's like the face distorted. Like exactly. Yeah. That's but probably it, why you yeah. didn't like the one that I brought up. So. Yeah. Um, well, facial distortion. Yeah. But it looked like the jaw was just dropped down and... I did not like that when I was a kid. And my par- my parents got me the lunchbox. It was really nice. But it was in my room, like, across the room. And so every time I was going to sleep, I would glance at it and just, like... I'm just going to put this towel over this thing. Yeah, just, like, okay. You said you don't like that as a kid. We still, like, trigger warning each other before we see certain... Hor- just to, like, a heads up uh, that gotcha, it's in it. there. We still... We... Uh, Cat got a puppet last year that does not come out of its box at night. I got a replica of the Ash versus Evil Dead, little ashy slashy, and that's, I love it. I it's very cartoony it, looking. And I, I don't care. It's a puppet, and puppets. I used to have this little lamb chops puppet. I don't know if you guys. I remember. Lamb chops yep. Yeah, yeah. On the on the thing, it's necklace that every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings, and I was maybe. And I had a nightmare that it came to life. It there, there was no hand, and it was like, uh, it's like you know, this time when the bell rings, like it means you're gonna die. And I think that's as complicated as my seven year old brain got with those. But after that, like, no, nope. In between that and the marionette, just no puppets, please. Oh, also to this day, porcelain dolls. Mm-mm. Nope. When I was growing up, the China doll stories were big. Yeah. And they were just, Uh they're just like urban legends of different China dolls and how you mess with them and they kill you. So I had this thing after that where all my stuffed animals and dolls and stuff had to be comfortable. Like, they couldn't be. I don't think Toy Story helped with that either. No. (laughs) No. No. I think we all had the fear that our toys were moving around when we were sleeping. And if, if they moved around for me, if they moved around, that was fine. As as it was didn't... as long as long as they were happy with me. Yeah. I mean, who didn't read? Did anybody read the Indian in the cu- the Indian in the cupboard? Yes. Okay. Good. See the movie. See the movie. I have not seen the movie. Yeah. Actually. Who reads anymore? Yeah. Well, I don't know because uh, what's his name is in there who I hate. Um, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fair. I hate him. I hate his face. That's fair. <laughs> Like anyway, seriously, sorry, but that's anyway. why I didn't see the movie. Nah, I might watch. I it didn't know there was a movie. Yeah, I read it growing up. So these are our irrational. F- Any other? Uh, well, I mean, like I want to see the nun, but I don't want to see the nun. So our medical thrillers, like the things that scare y'all the most, because they they kind of get me. Like Get Out. Get Out is a horror movie. Okay. Oh yeah. But oh, yeah. it's it just I don't know when they were like you could see that their their heads have been like. Yeah. capped off and everything I see, I really want once to, again there's that medical thing like oh we actually have a movie coming that, uh, it's a horror movie uh, that someone wanted us to review really yeah. it's called send it to us this is uh, yeah it's gonna be a future review no we're getting a hard copy of it they're sending it to us it's called Sweet. Painless it's basically about someone that uh, cannot feel pain okay. 
They and, have that uh, nerve condition. It is, yeah. yeah, it's a medical condition. So we'll be revealing is it that it's on kind of like. Probably it is an actual medical condition. Yeah. So it's, it's very rare. And, and it some people are like, great, oh, it sounds it's cool. Good. No, it's not cool at all. Yeah, Pain is the You don't way. know if you're injured, basically. Uh, medical stuff like that. Uh, also, like, I mean, even though it was a horrible, horrible movie, The Human Centipede. Oh, I didn't uh, see it. Don't. Don't. I believe Deadpool said it, said it worse. It's almost as horrible as that moment in Human Centipede when those people signed on to be in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I they made like... sequels to that, which is. Hard to believe, but uh, I did Called see Get Out, and it was awesome. And the decapede. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> it would be more legs, which is not translate well. Anyway, uh, I don't like gore, but I'm not scared of it. I don't like it. It makes me feel sick to my stomach. It doesn't scare me, so I feel like there's a fine line sometimes with some of the medical stuff. Yeah. Like, feel... if it's too gross. Yeah, I feel the same way. That's one of the things I loved about the X-Files. You know, they, a lot of the horrible stuff happened off camera, and that's where I think a lot of, of uh, horror is really effective when it happens off camera. The thing yeah. you can't see. The, thing, the things you can't see. But Twilight your imagination a, fills, fills made, it in. Uh, use of that as well. Like when they Twilight, uh, Hitchcock in general. Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, I was going to talk about uh, Psycho. Oh, was, yeah. I think it's the oldest horror movie I've ever seen. Um, that or Bunny Lake is Missing. I don't know which I think one Bunny came out. Bunny Lake is Missing is probably older, but I don't know. Not my scary. Uh, actually, my scariest from Hitchcock is The Birds, straight up. I don't oh, know. The guy falls down. No, the, the birds. Out. No, it's just, it's just, there's, it's a massive amount of, I guess it's like, kind of like that swarming thing. There's too many yeah. of them. You can't really do anything. That's the whole but zombie thing done right. That That's one scene, the inevitability. But that one scene where she's walking and they're like all around. She's like, I don't want to panic them. And you're just like, please don't. Don't freak the birds out. They get your eyes pecked out or whatever. It's amazing. It's inevitability. Like Hitchcock yeah. was just good at that, making you feel not at ease. Yeah. Hitchcock is a maniac. He storyboarded his stuff so exactly that he rarely had more than like nine minutes of extra footage per movie. Wow. Like that's crazy. Movie per film. The the kind of the kind of uh, filmmaking that I find the most interesting when it comes to horror would be the who can you trust and who can who can't you trust because when i look at like invasion of the body snatchers yeah uh, when i see a film like that, the thing that like the thing that sure. perfect yeah example. i love movies where you don't know if you can trust anyone around you uh so when you when you start seeing films where you know um you know even your loved ones might have been replaced, you know, by something, you know, some unknown force. Uh, I, 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 when I, when I saw Invasion of the Body Snatchers in the 70s with Jeff Goldblum, I, I thought that was uh, fantastic. Um, and, uh, and, you know, some of that paranoia also feeds well into, like, the X-Files, uh, some of their episodes, you know, one of their, who can you trust. One of their earliest ones was one, it was kind of based off the thing. Uh, and it was them. They stole a lot of their concepts. They did. Uh, yeah. But it's them, and it's like a worm that gets you infected or yep. something. And yeah, it's got Xander Berkeley in it. It's a good episode. Yeah, it is. There's yeah. a lot of that replacement. I like when they push that in the zombie genre a little bit. I don't. I like a lot of zombie movies. I don't think they're scary, but I like them. But that did that person get bitten? Are they about yeah, to turn? The guy that never tells anyone. 
the yeah, hiccup the, that the guy. one guy, the stupid party, who's like, nope, I'm fine. I'm feeling fine. I just have a little cold. And they're like, maybe we won't kill him because we're still humans. You know, you brought up, like, what's the evolution of the horror genre for now? Like, are we, what's, I mean, I thought Get Out, but we keep going back now, was kind of groundbreaking. Yeah, yes, it, it was. Definitely. But, First time director, Jordan Peele. What's Peele? left to yep, break on that ground? I mean, Saw was pretty, for, for its time, Saw was different because it was like, you, it had those elements Saw of, yes. The incredible. Yes. It had those elements of you couldn't trust anybody. It was truly gory. And I don't know if I like gore so much because it's a shock effect, but Saw, the first Saw did it well. The second was just, I'm just going to gross you. It had shock value. I thought the second one was okay too, honestly. They twisted the second one. They twisted it well at the end. They did. And it was still a different story than they'd told before. So I thought it was interesting. Also, they made Saw for like $100,000 or a million Damn. or something. something crazy. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Okay. It, it was a very, very low budget. budget I mean, you can tell. It, did, it didn't take a lot of money. That, so. it, uh, it didn't. I don't think it made quite the returns that like The Purge did. Because The Purge was a budget of $9 million. Oh. It made like the first 81 was, times. The first one was like. Three million. Three million. Oh, the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good horror it, movie. But it too. made, I think, 81 times what they spent. So for the Purge had the best return on investment. But actually, The Purge I was thinking about because I think that might be where horror's going. Because, like, we were talking about this recently with sci fi TV shows. They don't have to as extensively set up the universe anymore, no. right? Like, you understand the rules a lot more intuitively. They don't have to explain what a spaceship is. What a spaceship like, Here's is. Here's a spaceship, go. Or that space travel is super fast. If they're going to do like a proxy technology thing where the real person is somewhere else. Or the real person is going to go into somebody else's body or whatever. They don't have to lay this out as clearly as they did in the 70s. Because we're familiar with the concept, right? The same thing is kind of happening in horror. A little bit and I think it's a positive thing they don't have to explain to you that zombies need to draw blood or at least they don't need to lay it out quite as step by step yeah, you should be brains nothing just eat your flesh yeah like your organs yeah but, yeah exactly but they can just tell you kind of what the exceptions are and go over the rules real quick and you're good the yeah. exposition needs are considerably lower and because of that, I feel like we have more time to explore without it getting slow. You know, there's a good question in the chat. I think we should probably close. What's the difference between PG-13 horror and R-rated horror? Just language these days? Nudity. No. Nudity. Actually. Um, Graphic violence? Not necessarily. The Conjuring movies are R-rated R. The Conjuring movies do not have language. They do not have nudity. They do not have a lot of on-screen violence or gore. They are literally scary enough to be R. Well, okay. Which the is awesome. rating system is completely subjective. It is. It is a small committee of people who have a couple of rules. Connor's like, Gore! but mostly just watch things and decide what they should be rated based on whatever, and then give subjective instructions back to distributors, which I think is BS. But like, cool. Titanic. I don't know. This is an infamous example in my world. Titanic was rated PG-13 because it was historically important enough that it didn't matter that there was nudity, which was always supposed to be an R rating at the time. Cool. Harry Potter 
was supposed to be the original. It came back as R, and then they're like, but this is famous, and then they rated it PG-13. The last one. Oh, okay. Because okay. it was so gratuitously violent. I was like, I ain't watching my kids watching. Anyway. Um, but... Yeah, a, a lot of horror movies, it kind of depends, but all the Conjuring movies are rated R, and none of them have language, a lot of violence or gore. One of the reasons I, I love James Wan. I just, I, I just like to touch on the classics real quickly. I mean, I, I enjoy these as a kid, you know, with the makeups. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and the makeups, you know, we talked about Hellboy earlier tonight. There's going to be a lot of makeup involved. Yep. You know, we're still doing monster movies just like they were doing 60 years ago. You know, with lots of makeup. You know, Lon Chaney Jr., Boris Karloff. You know, uh, as Frankenstein. There's there's still a lot of a lot of good makeups being done, and that's and that's a great way to make horror movies. But then there's also, I love. I just want to touch on you know, where you're where you're isolated. Kind of like oh, kind of like kind, yeah. kind of like an Antarctica with a thing. You know, they were all isolated. You know, and then they were trying to you know figure out you know who's who's who can we trust, who can't we trust. Uh, but you know. Uh, I also uh, wanted to say that, as far as as far as the isolation goes, you know, Alien, you know, mm -hmm. you know, they're isolated on that ship, you know, and and they've got that one uh, xenomorph, you know, creature, you know, hunting them down. I, I like, I, I always like that concept, you know. Um, so I love the help is available, mm -hmm. but it might not be a where you think it is, mm -hmm. or b it might not be close enough to help you out. Yeah. Like if you can just hold out for mm -hmm. whatever event. And then I love it when that event happens and it's not helpful. They're on the bad guy's side or else yeah. they don't have any resources. These are obviously really generic terms, but like just wait for the police and you, the police get there and they're not on your side kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And also I just want to, just want to mention the slasher films. I mean, we've already talked about Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, between between Friday the Thirteenth and and you know Michael Myers and Jason, uh, you know, though to me those are those are classics, and uh, I will continue to probably in, enjoy that. I just saw a movie called Visiting Hours with Michael Ironside as a as a, as a as a guy who was you know he was a slasher uh, uh, antagonist, and in, and he was actually wearing a, a necklace, and you made me think of it with the with the bell. It, was, it would ring, uh, nice. and that's, and you know Terrifying. that's right, and it, it it is scary. And Michael Ironside makes a great, uh, crazy guy, what you know, that in that one? film. It's called Visiting Hours. Oh. Anybody else have like off-brand recommendations? Um, Bunny Lake is missing. If you like classic horror, uh, it's about a woman missing her child and she can't find her. And there's not a lot of help coming from any direction. Like just missing. Just like gone. nobody remembers her kid. Nobody. Cause some people kind of, they're just, just not like, helpful. What? That happened? Sure. Okay, whatever. Kids are weird. This is the 40s or 50s or 60s or whatever so we're not really too concerned about where your kid is they'll yeah. probably be along when they get hungry uh, yeah i got one that kind of touches on it's an off-brand one uh it's called feast it was came out in 2007 it's it was a kind of low budget but it had jason muse it had henry rollins in it as well it had very cool intros to each character and there were monster movies and they were isolated in a bar out in the middle of nowhere and it was they were like being picked off one by one it's a classic kind of horror movie it's it's a little bit cheesy, and you don't see a lot of the monsters. It kind of like has a lot of elements, but yeah, Feast is one of my favorite, like kind of lesser-known, off-brand kind of horror. Movies. 
I'm trying to think. I, I love Don't that watch movie the called The Crazies, but it is not scary. It is stunningly beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like recognized Beast in the, in the trying to say, I, I know there's a lot of ones I mean, that, Train to Busan we watched this week. Train to Busan is really it, good. Check it out. Yes. It's, uh, it's awesome. It's uh, Korea's take on zombies. Zombies are very different in different countries, specifically the eastern countries tend to have a different version of zombie uh i i would say that i really enjoyed hatchet and victor crowley there's that's a series of, of four movies actually uh, victor crowley being the latest one and uh not a lot of people know about those those are those are really good if you like um crazy louisiana swamp slasher type film uh and i do want to mention that i really enjoyed um tarantino's um I'm looking. I'm actually looking at my video shelf. <laughs> I took oh, nice. pictures of of my horror movies at home. So this is why I keep looking at my phone. So uh, Tarantino's um, Death Proof with Kurt Russell That's was really cool. That's what I was thinking about. I love I love that film. Yeah, and then uh, Planet Terror, as well, was yeah. was released at the yeah. same time. I'm gonna watch those. They did now. the double I, feature. Yeah, I love those. Yeah, two movies. yeah, yeah double yeah. feature. I love those two movies. <sighs> and and just over the top, so great. Really, Tarantino like. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I, I saw it at a really important time in my life where I really needed some girl power vibes, you know? Mm-hmm. But also, I just love it. I yeah. watched it again when she saw it a few years ago. I still couldn't get over that. that, that she could, she was not shooting that gun. Like, I, you, how is she shooting that gun? It's all there. You talking about Rose McGowan or somebody else? Yes, how was she shooting the gun? I loved it, though. No! She can't you didn't like the it? trigger. You didn't like how it? did she shoot the gun? That's, no! It was so cool, though. It was no! different. Cabin in the Woods. If you haven't seen it, watch Cabin in That's the Woods. That's definitely a recommendation of mine. Some people, I don't know how many people have seen it. I have no context for that. I don't either. It's one of those things we're big like fans of, and so we don't. It doesn't come up all the time. Do you have something? Else? Yeah, I just wanted to recommend two other things real quick. Uh, the Monster Squad is a classic '80s film. If oh, you yeah. like the Goonies, oh, yeah. check out The Monster Squad. I love it. And also, uh, for a movie that actually. Just has a lot of scenes with just two people talking and not a lot of monster moments. Yeah. Gina Davis and Goldblum in The Fly is, I think it's one of my favorite films. I mean, mean, it's, they, they, they are great actors. Once again, kind of that medical thing that gives me the terrors. It's crazy. It's a great film. Yeah. And his slow, just almost brutally slow transformation. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, check out uh, every day this month, Ricardo, of course, is doing Rick's. If we find him. Rick's. Oh, yeah. I know it's okay. not Rick's picks. It's like Rick's. It's Rick's Flicks. Flicks. Rick's Flicks. That's his thing. Yeah. He's got so a thing. Hopefully he's okay. Uh, we haven't seen him, but we had stuff up every, every day. You know, he'll turn up when he's hungry. Uh, <laughs> leave some food out for him. <laughs> Also, a lot of stuff in the comments is great. We, uh, yeah, Cabin in the Woods, Sound Off, The Monster from Connor, uh, Bad Times at the El Royale was directed by who? Uh, I don't remember, but I want to see it. I I don't know. So bad. Uh, yeah, Sound Off. The second Ghostbusters scared some some people. I thought it had creepy moments, but mostly I was laughing my head off. I forgot to mention one film that I have not watched since I originally saw it in the theaters. Candyman. I can't watch it again. It scared the bejesus out of me. Uh, Tony Todd. 
Uh, and Virginia Madsen, that movie, um, I haven't been able to watch it since. I, I, I know I need someone to dare me and dare you. shove dare me you. into a movie theater to watch that again, but I Not don't know if that. I can do it. <laughs> also, eventually, Cass and I are going to put out our own horror short we've been working on, so look forward to having a new horror short someday. I want to um, be in it. You might be. We'll talk off screen. Bury me alive. Anyway, thank you all for joining us tonight. Becoming super cool nerds with us. Uh, why don't we... You can find us on YouTube and Facebook and Twitch and Instagram. Really all of them under mm -hmm. SCNS Live. Uh, I'm Kat. You can find me at BetterCat on Instagram where I post sporadically. Uh, usually pictures of miniatures taken very close up. <laughs> so it's like normal sized things. <laughs> what about you? Size. Um... I'm Bryce Culver on Facebook and Instagram, and I also have a toy Instagram page. It's called Trap Door Toys. Uh, so if you like Migos, like that, check it out. Uh, I'm Cass. You can find me at Cass underscore Bradley. That's K-A-S underscore Bradley right now. I am live tweeting Critical Role constantly. Jason. <clears throat> Jason. Oh, Jason. What? Oh, oh. Oh, good. Hey, okay. Uh, Excellent me, uh, producing. On Instagram Great. and Twitter at JasonX. I was not playing Switch. Uh, and uh, thank you guys for watching the show tonight. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Turn in next week. And as we always say, keep, keep on, on nerding. Watch Sleep Away Camp, too. It's really good. Oh, also it. Don't watch any. That is our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the live video version of this, you can find it at YouTube and Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much for watching. Have an amazing week.